A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Today is Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. On this day in 1069, the Earl of Northumbria, Robert de Comyne, was burnt alive by rebel forces in Durham, England. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a podcast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering Robert de Comines' murder and its bloody aftermath. Spurred on by Comines' murder, William the Conqueror laid waste to northern England in what has come to be known as the Harrying of the North. Let's travel back to the road between Gloucester and Durham, England, on the evening of January 28, 1069. A bitter wind swept the city of Durham, England. As Robert de Comines and his army of 700 soldiers trooped into town, the 250-mile journey from Gloucester had proved less troubling than expected. Instead of being greeted by rebel forces, his army only had to fight inclement weather. No matter how eerie to de Comines, the quiet of the trip was welcome. He'd been sent to Durham by his king, William the First. To make the Northerners submit to William's recent takeover, three years prior, in the fall of 1066, William I crossed the English Channel from Normandy with thousands of soldiers at his back. The previous king, King Edward the Confessor, died without an heir, and William had a claim to the throne. He was Edward's first cousin once removed. And a single drop of royal blood was all he needed. William was not the only nobleman with a claim to the throne, nor was he the first to arrive in England. His most considerable rival, Harold Godwinson, Earl of Wessex, had in fact already been named Edward's successor by the time William left Normandy. But on October 14th. At the famed Battle of Hastings, William's forces slaughtered Harold and defeated his army. After more resistance, a grueling march on London, and further conquests, William was finally coronated at Westminster Abbey on Christmas Day, 1066, the first Norman king of England. Through battle, bloodshed, and victory. Robert de Comines fought faithfully by William's side, and now, in 1069, after being named Earl of Northumbria, Robert de Comines was still fighting. The Northerners were less than willing to relent to their new Norman king, and Comines was sent to both govern and change their minds, no matter the cost. Comyn and his troops were met in Durham by Ethelwin, the bishop of the city. The clergyman told Comyn of an Anglo-Saxon rebel army loose in the area, armed and mobilized to attack. 
the city wasn't safe for Comin or his men. But Comin brushed away the warning. Confident in his sentry's abilities to warn him of danger, he and his weary soldiers needed rest. Comin himself took lodging inside the bishop's home alongside his most noble knights, his men disarmed around the city. And while the Normans slept, or drank, or found friendly local company, their enemies were surrounding the city. Under cover of night on January 28, 1069, the rebels forced open the gates and burst into Durham. Comin and his men rushed to defend themselves, but were unprepared for the violent siege that was upon them. Soldier after soldier fell. Blood ran crimson in the gutters. Everywhere Comin turned, he was outnumbered. He retreated to his room at the bishop's home next to the city's cathedral, but his attempts to escape were in vain. The rebel forces were right behind him. They trapped him inside, set fire to the building, and watched as it burned to the ground with Comin inside. Before the night was over, Comin's body was ash, and his army of men had each taken their last breath. Coming up, William I takes vengeance on the North in the historic military campaign that has come to be known as the Harrying of the North. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now back to the story. In 1069, Earl of Northumbria Robert de Comines was sent to the north of the British Isles to subjugate the people and govern in King William I's name. Though Comines arrived to whispers of a nearby rebel army upset with the new Norman reign, he chose to ignore the warnings. Then, on January 28, 1069, the rebel forces invaded the city of Durham, took Comines' men by surprise, slaughtered his army, trapped Comines in the house of the Bishop of Durham, and burnt him alive. Though Robert de Comines' rule as the Earl of Northumbria was staggeringly short, the repercussions of his death were monumental. It incited one of the bloodiest military campaigns that has ever existed, the harrying of the North. The bloodshed permanently etched Comines' name in European history books. When William I received word of what happened in Durham, he took action immediately. He learned that the rebel troops had moved on to York and went himself to exact his vengeance. His army slaughtered all those who couldn't get away. Still, unrest persisted throughout England, in Shrewsbury, Devon, Stafford, and elsewhere. And crush them, they did. But William's wrath wasn't quelled when the rebels were forced into hiding. 
he traveled the country, hunting those who dared question his authority as king, and he made little effort to distinguish between the guilty and the innocent. His fury required the lives of some who considered themselves loyal servants. But it didn't matter. If England wasn't going to adore its new ruler, it would, at the very least, fear him. For months, William ordered his troops to raid, pillage, and murder, savagely laying siege to the same cities and towns he presided over. Historians have called the harrying of the North a genocide, and not even because of the bloodshed. Though the amount of people William killed directly is unknown, the number he killed indirectly far outweighed it. As he ransacked the North, he set fire to the region's crops, slaughtered its cattle, and burnt its tools and food to ashes. Though some historians claim the numbers may be exaggerated, the English chronicler Orderic Vitalis, who was born into the aftermath in 1075, wrote, To his shame, William made no effort to control his fury. More than 100,000 people perished of starvation. God will punish him. The effects of the harrying were felt for years to come. William I struggled to manage his domain for the rest of his life. Upon his death, his kingdom was split between his sons. Normandy went to his eldest son, and England was given to his second. History has since remembered William as King William the Conqueror. And Robert de Comines and his brutal murder have been remembered as a footnote to his terrifying rule. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Andy Waits, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Connor Sampson, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson.